Well, in the words of the late Joan Rivers, never be afraid to laugh at yourself. After all, you could be missing out on the joke of the century. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 133, for the week of Wednesday, the 10th of September, 2014. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Justin. And John. This episode is brought to you by Raid Collections and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toys of the Week are the Masters of the Universe Classics Intergalactic Skeletor action figure and the DC Collectibles Stargirl Bombshell statue. Thank you, sir. Fan freaking tastic. <laughs> now, Justin, it has been ages since you and I have done the show together. I'm glad that you finally lifted the restraining order. Thank you. No worries. Yeah. It runs out just last this last minute gone. So yeah. Oh, yay! Finally, yeah. I promise to behave now. Thank you. So, how have you been? Very well. Um, since I was last on the show, I went. We went on a family vacation. Ooh. Went to uh, the Gold Coast. <laughs> Lovely. And we went to all the parks. Oh, yep. Which was really good, and pretty tired on the way back. We I elected to drive up and back. Oh my! Uh, yeah, all in one go, both ways. I find it's much easier to travel at night time than it is uh, early or early hours of the morning. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and because uh, as we were going there, we left at three in the morning, and by about five o'clock, I was going, "Oh my god, I am really tired." <laughs> but. If I leave from night time or afternoon, say 3.30, we got back about 1 o'clock in the morning. Not a problem at all. It was the other way around. Oh, well, do you drive the whole way or do you swap drivers? No, no, I don't. But uh, when um, I drive on the freeway, <laughs> I do that. Wow, you're such a dad. No, mm. she has a lead foot. <laughs> and, uh, I like to think, I like to take it nice and calm. Okay, I got it. Mm. I, I remember we used to, my grandmother um, lived in Florida and we used to go down at Christmas and my dad would drive, you know, we, we'd break it up over two days and stop halfway, but my mum never, ever drove. My dad would just drive for hours and hours yep. and, you know, um, I can't do that. I need, I, I can only go for a couple, you know, two, three hours and then I start to get really drowsy and got to swap. Mm. We're going to the Gold Coast in a couple of weeks for um, our in the school holidays, but we're flying. Okay. We, I went there and didn't realize the first day was uh, there. They had a day off in Queensland for uh, the ECA. Oh, yeah. And so it was basically a public holiday mm. for Queenslanders. And the first day we decided to go to Movie World. Oh, no. And it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was uh, an hour and 15 minutes for anything. To oh, my gosh. Mind. I spent, uh, <laughs> this is terrible. But uh, Queensland redeemed itself when we went to Wet n' Wild the next day. We basically had the run of the whole park. So. I love Wet n' Wild. It's so awesome. I. It yeah. was it was the the best if we because we got open ended season tickets now yeah yeah so if we go there we'll probably just spend three days and went well yeah it's uh, that good yeah that's it's awesome yeah yeah so um John how yeah. are you young man I'm okay you're I'm okay tired. you're tired yeah what time is it there I don't know quarter eight. <laughs> 
I love Sleepy John. It's that kind of sleepy, grumpy John. Yeah. Well, speaking of grumpy. Yep. I, I suspect Ben will be grumpy this week. Why? Because round four voting in my <gasps> Marvel versus DC brackets going a certain way. And I think his girl Rogue's going to be eliminated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, fair enough. Well, you know, Ben can't have it all his way. Ben, you know, Ben's got a very fixed idea of how this should work. And um, well, I'm now, because it's gone so far away from what I thought it was going to be, I'm now basically just voting against what I know he wants just to muck things up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've told him that, though, so I don't, you know, there's no, it's not, not a secret. If, uh, if it goes the way I think it's going to go, it's going to go... Uh, Batman, Thor, Superman, Wonder Woman for the final four. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Well, that's only one off my predictions. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, see, I I kind of, right at the very beginning, in the first round, Thor and Flash were against each other. Mm. And I don't know why I chose Flash, but I chose Flash. So I kind of mucked up that whole... Yeah, I think I lost three of my final four out of the... Oh, okay. Well, see, my... Out of the first round. Yes. my, My final four... I can't remember who the, it wasn't Flash. I can't remember it was someone else in there, but my final four is Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and someone. So mm-hmm. probably I'll pick up some points at the end. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you will. Yahoo! Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I've had a mega week. Been at home, not traveling, but, um, just kind of busy work and busy family stuff. Um, there's nothing like having a sick child that needs someone staying at home with them for a few days in a row to throw the family plans into chaos. So, um, although the, the first day she was, the poor kid was so sick. Like I, cause I can work from home. It's just that if I've got a bunch of meetings and, and stuff, it's hard doing it all remotely. Um, but I worked in here and there's a couch behind my desk. And that first day she lay on the couch the whole day and just didn't make a sound. In fact, I had a, like an hour long meeting with someone and you can't, you can't, you can only just see me like through the camera. So she just laid there the whole time. <laughs> didn't, you know, I did, and right at the end, he was like, are oh, you working from home today? And I was like, yeah, my daughter's sick. She's behind me. <laughs> um, so yeah, but now, now we're in the um, frustrated and demanding phase of the illness. Which is not as fun. Indeed. Yeah, that's that's parenting for you, though. Have you tried whiskey? <laughs> well, you know the authorities get so touchy about that. It's really no, for yourself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Point taken. Yeah, it, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. We wanted to get better because I'm going away next week for a, a bit of time for work, going overseas. So, I um, really hope that she's better by then. But anyway, anyway, enough of that miserable life stuff, uh, I think we should probably press on and get started with some articulated news. And now you can build your own King Kong with these challenging King Kong model kits. You need no glue, no special tools. Just snap together and paint it, and you have a realistic model of Kong fighting the giant snake. Well, as always, we kick things off with the latest happenings, and we've got a mixture of reveals and updates and weird eBay things in this uh, segment here. So, Justin, why don't you kick us off? Okay, the first bit of news is a Hot Toys Back to the Future 1-6 scale DeLorean Time Machine collectible. Whoa. Now, we have seen preview pics of Marty standing out of the seagull wing uh, DeLorean before, but we didn't really have much information. 
as to if this was just a promo pick or an actual going to be released uh, vehicle, but now we have a little bit more information on it. Uh, reading from the press release, it says the movie accurate DeLorean time machine collectible is very detailed and specifically crafted on the film. So when you look at the pictures, it has everything you sort of need there, has light up uh, headlights, has a flux capacitor. <laughs> it even looks like the, from the pics, because there's not much of a description at the moment, but even the time, what would you call that, the display where you can put the time in uh, oh, yeah. for where you want to go, even looks like that lights up. Um, out of time, license plate number, and an all over beautiful looking uh, piece of gear. But uh, I can only imagine the price on oh, this yeah. thing. So the uh, one thing that shipping, I, yes. The one thing I want to see is that like we've got one promo shot of Marty kind of putting a foot in the car, mm. but none of Marty actually sitting in the car. Sitting, yeah. So, I was thinking the same yeah. thing, looking at the pics. Yeah, yeah I mean, surely. Mm. Surely that's going to be possible. Otherwise, they wouldn't bother making it. But I would. Please don't call me Shirley. (laughs) (laughs) But I would like to. I'd like to see that. I would like to think somewhere that uh, Mr. John DeLorean gets a cut of all this, (laughs) and somehow that all this merchandise has has given him some success. Far be it from what the DeLorean actually did when it was released. Yeah. Wouldn't that be beautiful? Yeah, he probably. uh, I doubt he sees a cent of it. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, it's kind I'm of one of those. Dis- Sorry, go ahead, John. I'm a little disappointed. This is the first movie one because this doesn't have the um, Mr. Fusion on it. Mr. Fusion at the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have uh, rather seen that. That's everybody's yeah. favorite. The only other sort of details we have of this is that uh, so it's going to be up for pre order soon, I guess. I haven't checked the site myself, but in the little blurb, it says don't miss your chance to pre order. I guess this will be quite limited as well, not its release. Mm well, it'll be a quite limited uh, number of people that can afford it, I'm sure. Mm. I mean, if it's anything, like, this is going to be huge. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's not going to be quite as big as the Batmobile, um, but it's still going to be pretty big. Yes, indeed. I have a couple of these. Uh, I don't know what scale they would be, but they're a bit bigger than Matchbox size. I have all three <laughs> from one, two, and three, but that's about as far as I can go. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, mm. Something a a little bit um, different. Yes, this will cause much gnashing of teeth mm. <laughs> or ganashing. Ganashing. <laughs> yeah, it's a sealed Marvel Legends. Is that what Rogue. news do? Ganush ganash, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it's confirmed. That's okay. <laughs> so, uh, what was I saying? <laughs> sealed Marvel Legends Rogue action figure. So this is the one that came with the Puck uh, Builder figure. Yeah. And this was meant to be on a rotating basis with Emma Frost, but we know that it was cancelled halfway through the distribution. And we can see this week that one has popped up on eBay. At the time of this recording, it is now going for $1,450 with five days to go. And there is a few questions down the bottom with people offering $1,700 for this guy to win the auction now. Oh, my gosh. So this is really going to go up there, I predict. Maybe even two and a half grand yeah. for this road figure. Uh, looking at the face, however, geez, it looks like that Madam Mask one that was released um, and just cast in a flesh tone sort of colour. So I'd hate to think that this is not 100% legit. Well, I mean, the um, I, I believe that this same seller has previously sold the Phoenix Force uh, Cyclops, which is the other unreleased figure. Um, 
and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think it's a bit of a. Um, it looks legit to me. It looks real. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it does look real. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <sighs> well, I some guess completists out there, that's for sure. Oh, the the question is like, if this exists, then surely it can't be the only one. And does this mean that you know eventually they're going to show up? Uh, you know, mm. at, at the reject shop or you know something. Or, um, yeah, you'd like to think that this has been passed on from a Hasbro employee with some informa- in, some information that they're going to be released uh, sooner than later, which would be good. Hmm. And he's maybe hopefully the cashing cashing on some of the rewards he'll get from this figure, hmm. which is which is nice to think. It's one of the rumors going out there at the moment. And it would be nice. I mean, especially for Ben. This is not uh, the costume I'd like to see Rogue in, but it's Rogue, and it's probably one of the well, it's probably the best version of Rogue we've seen. Hard to, it's not hard to beat the other one. No, no. <laughs> and she had the extreme outfit as well. I think the red and the red and uh, red and blue one that came out, which is a pretty good figure as well. Yeah, yeah. It'll be very interesting to see where this ends up price wise. Mm, mm. Keep an eye on it. Maybe uh, have Rogue watch. Uh, Broke watch next week. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Shuffling on to the next bit of news. Playmates have revealed the the oh, start again. Playmates have revealed the Mirage comic based Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle action figures. Yay! Yay! In a way, um, look at these. They look almost like bootleg figures. Um, I know what they're from. I know I was a huge fan when the black and white comic came out. But mm. uh, I don't know. Just don't really do it for me. Especially, I guess, because I've been spoiled with the NECA ones, that nothing's probably going to beat those for comic-based figures. But I guess at this scale and this price point, um, there is a market for them. I think if I was going to get these, I would keep them in the package. Like, they don't... When I look at them just in the the pics of the individual figures, it's like, oh, yeah. When I see them in the package, I kind of can get more of the the feel of, oh, okay, yeah, that, that's cool. So if I was going to buy these, I probably wouldn't open them. Yeah. But I'm not going to buy them. It's just one body with a different head. Oh, surely. Yeah, it has to be. Surely. I mean, the, the, they're not going to spend money on tooling for a different body, yeah. surely. But, I mean, it looks like the only unique thing about them is the head. Yeah. Yeah. So. And accessories. Yeah. Yeah, they've got different different weapons, of course. So, I mean, yeah. it's great that they're still making them. You know, and this is a line that we can actually get in Australia. So it'll be interesting to see if these make it to Australia. Yes. No, I'm sure they will, because it looks like in the assortment they show, um, looks like it'll just distribute with another regular line. You yeah. Know. there's It's a wave, I guess, with a couple of other figures as well. So that's a clever idea. It's a way to kind of, you know, keep the line alive, I guess. Do you think um, um, oh, sorry. Go, John. comic <laughs> cover pack in in there, maybe too? I was thinking if a, yeah, if a kid saw these on the shelves, would they think, oh, why is there, why is there so many Raphaels? Yeah. <laughs> if they didn't realize what, what they were from, you know, they're just fans of the, of the TV show. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's very funny. Well, I mean, I think that's, you know, something that is perhaps a little bit more collector-oriented. But like you said, you know, if you really wanted... I mean, I've got the NECA box set. Yeah. Um, up at, it's one of my prized things that lives in my office, and I love it. Yes. Yeah, great figures. Yeah, no, but it's still good to see more turtle stuff. Yeah. And I'll just move on to the last bit of news. Please. Pacific Grim uh, figures from NECA. 
They're releasing a 7-inch Ultra Deluxe Kaiju Otachi figure. God bless you. So, yeah, apparently from the blurb that this is one of the most fan-demanded figures out there. And it's coming always like um, beasts or anything like that can hold acid in their bodies. Uh, and they can spit acid out, but it doesn't affect their internal organs. I always uh, find it to be fascinating. <laughs> Any thoughts? <laughs> uh, I mean, this this is not my thing, but mm. I think they're groovy, and I think it's great that they have gone so deep in the line. Yeah. Well, it just says on the bottom as well, I should have read that it's nearly 18 inches long. Uh, seven inches tall. It's in scale with the other action figures. Has thirty points of articulation, so it has an acid spitting effect as well. Oh, really? Mm. How's that going to work? It's an interchangeable tongue. Ah, uh, got it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Released yeah. in January uh, next year. It's cool looking figure. I'm trying to remember which one this is. This, the one from the battle in the town in the city. Don't know. Didn't get that far into the movie. Sorry. I think it is. It might be the one that uh, features in the end credit scene. I think. Maybe. I think it's great that um, you know if, if people are fans of this, that they have um, produced a, such a number of figures. I wonder how recognizable all of these characters were in the film. I don't mm-hmm. know, Mark. Yeah, no, it, I'm pretty sure it was. I just can't remember which one it is. Oh, cool. Is there a part two coming for this movie? Yes. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah. No, I, you know, the other thing I think they've tapped into is the, the Godzilla people are, are buying some of these up as well. Oh, uh, yeah, fair enough. You know, to mix into their displays. Fair enough. Mm. Yeah. Very good. Now, John, uh, you have what I have called the Funko segment of our news, so regale us with Funko things. Well, you know, there's there's not enough Funko goodness out there, and... Nope. Uh, you know, if you've ever wanted Idris Elba in pop form, you can get your chance. Because we're getting... Uh, it's about Thor time. Movie. We're getting a, a set of Thor movie figures, it looks like, coming oh. out of our wave with uh, Heimdall and Odin and Loki and Lady Sif. And I kind of dig that Lady Sif. Yeah, these are fun, if a little bit, bit late. Yeah, that's yeah. the kind of odd thing about it is... Uh, to get him now. Loki's yeah. with his helmet. I'm sure he will be insanely popular. Yeah. Uh, but Odin has his little gold eye patch, and uh, Sif looks like she could, you know, if he had Game of Thrones figures, you could put her with Game of Thrones figures easy. And uh, she'd fit right in. She looks great. Yeah, that's that's probably the, the Mrs. Nerd pop, if if I was going to make one. That's what it'd look like. Aww. Hmm. Yeah. Complete with this sword? And shield, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. To yeah. fend off the nerd. Yeah, she's badass. <laughs> oh, very good. Yeah, they, they look cool. I mean, I don't. Yeah, like I said, it's kind of late. Uh, Time doll has the big yellow eyes. I'm not too sure about that, but yeah, we'll, we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Um, and you know, because they are kind of on a mar- Marvel tear, they've uh, came out with some '80s style. I'm gonna call them '80s style um, X-Men. With Cyclops, Professor X, Magneto, Mystique, Colossus, and Storm. And uh, these are pretty cool. These, oh, yeah. these caused a wave online the other day when they showed the pictures off of them. Yeah. So. Um, I'm going to buy the hell out of these. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people are. Um, the, the Storm is, you know, fully clothed and doesn't have a mohawk. So 
Uh, that'll give you an idea which outfit it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, these are great. I, I mean, it's great to see um, them interspersing the movie stuff with um, the comic stuff and also some of the kind of classic um, you know, stuff that's not just all modern, which is really cool. Yeah, this is uh, Professor X in his gold hover chair. Yeah. Mm. In case you're wondering. That gets it over the line for me. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, now if, if had anyone. T. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mystique's great too. They're all great. Yeah. All great. You're going to buy them all? No. Nah. I want Nightcrawler. I'm waiting for Nightcrawler. I said online the other day uh, on the Action Figure Blues Facebook page, which you can find by going to Facebook and searching for Action Figure Blues. <laughs> um, there's no Gambit and Rogue. Outrage. Where's Gambit and Rogue. Outrage, yeah. Outrage. Yeah. Maybe they're, they're next. I, I, maybe they're in a two-pack together. That'd yeah. I'd, we'll probably get them before we get Nightcrawler. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Magneto has his helmet on, too. Yeah. Well, this, like, when you go to the Jim Lee era, you know, Nightcrawler, well, actually, Colossus wasn't there either. Um, Colossus was an Excalibur with Nightcrawler. So, mm. hmm. we'll see. I'll allow it for now. Okay. Yep. And Colossus is very silver, for those wondering. Well, and, what else would he be? What would they be wondering? He could have been his unarmored form. Oh, okay. He could have been. It could have been. He could have been. Yeah. Peter form. Peter form. Well, that, that'll be the variant, right? That's the easy variant, surely. Next year, San Diego. Well, yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> and moving on, they have also shown off their next set of legacy figures, and that is the fantastic Mr. Fox. And um, this is one of those movies I haven't seen that I probably need to see. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's a really good movie. It is really good. I went into this with very low expectations and uh, absolutely loved it. I think I might have actually liked it more than my kids did. Yeah, that, it went over my kids' heads. But uh, <laughs> I, I really love this movie. Yeah. My kids enjoyed it, but they, you know, at that age, you're not going to appreciate the kind of technical achievement of the style of animation and, you know, stuff, which was part of the, mm. part, part of the, the, what I enjoyed about the movie was I enjoyed the story. The voices were great. It's very dry. Um, but also it's just so cleverly produced and, you know, kids aren't going to get that, but my kids enjoyed it, but I loved it. It'd be very interesting to see because, uh, these figures have very, very thin legs. Yes. With a, with a large upper body. So, um, there, there's four of them, Mr. Fox, Ash, rat, and Kylie. And, uh, like the rat and Mr. Fox, their legs just look impossibly thin. So I'm kind of wondering how well that's going to work. Um, hopefully, these will come with some sort of stand or something. Yes, I sure I hope, hope so. Yeah. Well, okay. it, it's um, yeah. If they don't, I cannot see how those are going to stand up. Mm. I think at yeah. um, San Diego they had stands. Oh, good. From, yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's great to see the legacy. You know, I mean, this has been the kind of promise of um, Funko, and it's great to see them add another property to that, even if it is a bit of a, well, very left-field one. 
Yeah, um, wow, it's amazing. Yeah, it's like, well, okay, yeah, get, I mean, that's totally where I was thinking after Game of Thrones. Like, oh, it'll be fantastic, yeah. Mr. Fox next for sure. That's um, got to be Buckaroo Bonsai next. <laughs> or Ice Pirates. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. Action Figure Blues. Oh, oh yeah, for oh, sure. Excellent. Mm. All right. Yeah. Well, moving on from that, um, they're continuing to, to knock out the uh, Sufubi um, figures, and this one we've seen is uh, one of those limited ones. It is Frankenstein. Yeah, you know, the classic bolt-in-the-neck, flat-top head. I don't understand. Why is his head flat on the top? Did they ever explain that? Uh, I don't understand that. No. I'm just going to be I'm gonna be Ben for a second. It's actually Frankenstein's monster. Okay? <laughs> it's not Frankenstein. Thank you, Ben Jr., no worries. <laughs> well, there there are a thousand of these, and um, this is Mystic Powers Frankenstein, and it just says Frankenstein. It does not say Frankenstein monster on the box. Mm-hmm. Well, they're wrong. Have I mentioned how much I don't like this Safubi thing? I don't care yeah. for it much either. This is a this is a little craze that needs to die. I think you're wrong. I, it just looks like someone's graffitied something in neon spray paint. No, yeah, this, this looks very carnival glass. What? It looks carnival glass to well, me. That's dumb. I like it. It's, it. it's funky. I haven't bought any of them, but I, I, I yeah, dig it. No. This this whole line can get off my lawn. Well, did you see the one last week? The the, the melted marshmallow man. That's not Safubi. Yes, that one was Safubi. Really? Yes. Mm. I, didn't, oh. I didn't. I didn't mind oh. that. No, you didn't mind that one. Oh. I missed that one. Well, if played. you'd listen to the show, you would know. Busy. <laughs> What's it? You. Hold on. What's Hikari? Is Hikari and Safubi the same thing? Um, this says Hikari, they... not Safubi. Oh, you were right. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I'm sorry. Yes, this is the Hikari ones. Okay. They're the ones that look like carnival glass. I don't like it. Safubi are the soft vinyl ones. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I don't like it. Have I mentioned that? Well, we're going to have to get some of the vinyl people on, because I think they all dig this. Oh, well, good for them. And there's only a thousand of them, so there's not that many in the world. There you go. Only a thousand people can own this really ugly thing. I doubt that you will ever run into one in the wild. (laughs) That would be truly terrifying. (laughs) He will not not bother you in the wild. The next time I'm out hunting, I really hope I don't see a carnival glass-looking Frankenstein's monster. I dig him. I still don't understand why his head's flat, though. Well, while you're thinking about that, I'm going to move on to my news section, which is the non-Funko section of news. What? I know. There is other news. Um, but it's Game of Thrones, and it's 3-0, not to be confused with 3-A, um, which always confuses me. Now, 3-0 has already done a 1-6 scale Game of Thrones uh, Tyrion Lannister, and they have announced that the next figure is going to be Ned Stark. Um, no news on whether or not it comes with the removable head action feature. Spoilers. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. I don't think that looks like him. Well, I don't think the likeness in this picture is really great. It's not great. No. Not great. I didn't think that, I didn't think that the Tyrion, uh, likeness was awesome either. Hmm. The, the styling of the outfit and everything looks brilliant. Um, you know, there's uh, like a really nice job on the uh, outfit, and uh, looks like there's you know kind of faux fur 
on the cape and the whole thing, quite impressive. It's not a terrible likeness, but I think we're just so spoiled by the Hot Toys um, likenesses that everything else just kind of pales in comparison, doesn't it? Yeah. There's, I don't know what it is, though. I don't. The, the eyes aren't right, I don't think. Hmm. I'm just not sure. Yeah, I I just um I don't know. I don't I don't think it's terrible actually. You know, when I was at uh JoeCon when I was here in Indianapolis 2 years ago, um they had a one of the vendors had a Boromir 12-inch figure. It might have been sideshow maybe. I don't know. Um and uh you could have almost taken that figure and had it stand in for Ned Stark. <laughs> <laughs> just because of the way it was dressed and everything. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, it would have been perfect. The yeah. hair was the same and, uh, you know, the likeness was dead on. Uh, and, and this just isn't telling me. No. I mean, Still, I mean, if three, you're... Three seasons too late. Yeah. I mean, if you're a mad keen Game of Thrones person and you like collecting 1-6 scale stuff, um, then this line would certainly make you happy and, you know, you could do worse likeness-wise. So um, no news on price or time frame yet, but it's just been teased. Um, something that was teased at San Diego and now is about to go up for pre-order is the uh, next in the Sideshow Collectible Star Wars line, which is the Scout Trooper six scale figure, and then a six scale speeder bike. Ooh la la! Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Mm. Yep, I've always been uh, fond of the um, scout trooper. Don't know why, or biker scout, as I called him as a kid. Mm, biker scout. Perfect. Yeah. Sorry, calling. Yeah, biker scout. So um, yeah, I'll be definitely. I don't know that I can go the the uh, bike, but I'll be de- definitely checking out the the scout trooper pre order. Mm-hmm. I imagine the bike will be. Oh, I don't know. It mightn't be terrible. There's not a lot to it. No, right? I mean it's not huge. Um, you know, they actually did a, a Hasbro one a while back. I wonder if you could just get the figure and get the Hasbro bike and what? Well, good. How big? The same scale? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the, and and everybody's been saying, "Ooh, it's Biker Scout," and I I was like, "Well, this has been done before. It's not like it hasn't been done in that scale before at all." Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that the Hasbro one is not as um, probably as detailed, but but looking at the pictures for this, that there doesn't appear to be a lot of paint on the like the brown parts, you know, the the actual sheet metal parts of the the bike, at least in the one shot we have. I kind of expected more weathering. <laughs> Yeah, you're right about that. Actually, it is. I mean, we'll we'll see. Who knows that their previews are not always, yeah. Um, you know, great. <laughs> but but I'm I'm definitely really keen to see um, both how these turn out and then also what the price point is on that bike because I could certainly be um, tempted. You know, my, my um, sideshow flex plays aren't completely bankrupting me at the moment, so um, you know, why not go the whole hog? Okay. Um, and then I'm going to close with a couple of updates about Kickstarters that we have covered previously. Um, the very first time we talked about Kickstarters on the show, we interviewed um, two people behind six, uh, successfully funded projects, and there's updates for both of those. The first is the Legendary Monsters line. Now, this is your uh, four um, 
monster characters like Mothman and the Jersey Devil, etc. And uh, the the first figure in this line, which I can't remember what it was, it's one that I didn't choose, um, has already uh, come out. But then there has been quite a delay, and they've now announced that they have changed uh, production companies um, to finish off the line. The, um, the two figures that haven't come out yet, which are the ones that I chose, are Mothman and the Jersey Devil. And uh, still no ETA on these. It's going to be a while, I think. Um, but at least there has been an update because the, it, the Kickstarter, this Kickstarter, unfortunately, did go quite a while without being updated. So um, I was getting a bit nervous. Um, but it is good to hear that that is still underway it's just taken a lot longer than uh than he thought mm. and uh on a more positive note the papa bear usb kickstarter which is a really cute um original character design um bear weapon thing that's also a usb uh that is finally about to ship so that that's another one that took a lot longer than they planned for it to come into production but partly that was because their original plan was to make them themselves and it was so successful that they needed to find a production company uh to do it but they're now expecting that these are going to ship mid-september and i've had my shipping notice um for my papa bear usb and i'm really looking forward to getting it and when i finally do it will be the actual first reward that i have received from any kickstarter that i have backed Wow. I know. So excited. Have you changed your dress, have you, in that time? No, I haven't. But they do – I mean, I've received – um, like, before I got a notice saying, this is about to ship, you've got – you know, please can reconfirm your address. Mm. Um, so I was – but I haven't changed my mailing address in that time. Right. Yeah, and I certainly won't be. <laughs> <laughs> so The um, Marauder folks were showing off test shots this week that they've gotten from their molds, so – Oh, that's, that's good. Getting closer to the end of the year, yeah, they've been showing off, uh, you know, production color test shots, and they've been doing 360 views of them too. So it's good to see these kind of Kickstarters realizing that that feedback I think is important. Yes, you know, Why don't we to, do a Kickstarter. People interested. What would we kickstart? Well, we could do a line of action figures. Oh my god! What? <laughs> it just sounds like so much work. <laughs> you can be in charge of that, Justin. Done. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. No so worries. Excited. Been over with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a huge undertaking. You really, particularly these, you know, people that are like one guy or a group of guys doing these things. I, I have no criticism of them for it taking longer than, you know, than planned because it is a huge undertaking. Um, and and you know, particularly when you've got to hand stuff over, um, and it really goes out. The time frame goes out of your control. So it is great to see them. Communicate. You know, the main thing is communication. I think oh, that sure. um, the Papa Bear people in particular have done a really good job of keeping you updated about what's happening, so that you kind of know. All right, it might be taking longer, but everything's still under control, and that's all that you can really ask for. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. Well, that is the news, and we're going to take a short break, and then come back in a moment with the next installment of the AFB podcast game. Name that. You, you said that wrong. That should have been. That's all the good news. Oh, John. Gary Gnu. Gary, oh, Gary Gnu. What was Gary Gnu from? Uh, uh, Sesame Street. Great, great no. Space Coaster. What? Great Space Coaster. The great Space Coaster. Mm. 
Well, maybe that'll be part. You never know. Maybe Gary Gunu will be a name that, and we'll come back and do it shortly. Maybe. Maybe Gunnot. Well, every episode we have an installment of everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That, and John is in charge, so over to you, John. Well, I thought I could throw people off with this one, and uh, it, it talks about pinching evil, so we will listen mm. to that right here. It's the pinch on evil, then morphs to and combines with the to create the ultimate to clamp down on evil for good. So, boys, you've listened. I got nothing. No, too many beeps for me. <laughs> there, there was a lot of beeps. Absolutely. I just got, all I got was to clamp down on evil for good. Yeah, I hope that was swear words. <laughs> <laughs> Our good friend, uh, Lukey Luke, I think was the one that got this in the forum. He got half of it, I will say. He didn't, he didn't get the whole thing because he didn't name the exact uh, item it was, but he did pick out that it was a Power Rangers item. It is okay. a Power Rangers Samurai Claw Armor Megazord commercial. Power Rangers. Very good. Hmm. So are you going to give him just half a point? I gave him one point. I, I'm, uh, I'm easy. I, I'm easy. Maybe you should give him one point. Give him two points and then take one away. I could do that. Yeah. Maybe I did. <laughs> I was buying um coffee and something for the eldest today and um I wanted to use F Pops, I didn't have any cash. And she said, Oh, it's um you know, eight twenty. I said, Oh, is it a ten dollar F Pops limit? She said, Yeah. Oh, but you could get another scoop of ice cream for uh, another scoop of ice cream for a dollar. Like, mm. yeah, and that still won't be $10. Well, <laughs> she was like, oh. <laughs> like, Math, kids. <okay>. <laughs> Pay attention. <laughs> yeah, so we we bought the $2 cookie instead. I was like, how about that? And she said, mm, yeah, I think that'll work. I'm like, trust me, it's okay. Just just <laughs> ring it up. It's all under control. What kind of cookie is $2. What kind of cookie is two dollars? Yeah, what, what kind of cookie was it? It was a a double chocolate chip. You can't cookie. start a cookie story and not say what kind of cookie it was. It was a a double chocolate chip cookie. Okay, a big one, a big one. Oh, okay. Yeah, we split it. Yeah, because I was just trying to get a coffee. Holly was trying to get a gelato. I like gelato. What kind of gelato? Uh, it was honeycomb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have this, um, this, uh, what's a gelato and coffee shop at our local Westfield that they've just actually, it's called Twisted Sister, S-I-S-T-A. And, uh, they've just actually started, um, franchising and they do really funny things that they have a flavor at the moment called Minions. And, and then on the little thing, it's got little, um, you know, just pickable me Minions around the side and it's, um, blue and yellow. Yeah, cool. And, yeah, and they've got a turtles one as well. It's really funny. Yeah, cool, cool. Anyway, this has very little to do with name that, but there you go. <laughs> well, name I, that gelato. 
You know, I wouldn't be opposed to that, but I follow more <laughs> donut shops than anything else, so. Yeah. That could be a really hard, um, thing to do audio. You know, na- name that gelato could be a really hard podcast game. Uh, yeah. I was reading yeah. about a, uh, Minnesota donut shop that's going to have whiskey infused donuts coming up. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The, the, the whole donut thing, um, like a, the Australian idea of a donut is very different from the American idea. Huh. Would you agree, Justin? Yeah, we spit out the holes here. No. <laughs> 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 oh, <dear>. Okay. <laughs> well, after anyway, that. Um, yeah, now that we're totally off track. We probably should play a new sound right about. Yeah, sound? Why are we playing sounds? Oh, this is named that. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll play one right here. Dares you to look around. <laughs> Start in the eerie elevator, make it to the top, and chase out your first ghost. Then get a helping hand over the bridge. Oh no, you're trapped! But if you pull the secret lever, open the staircase, and go down the ramp, all you need is a push in the right direction. And one more time. Dares you to look around. <laughs> Start in the eerie elevator, make it to the top, and chase out your first ghost. Then get a helping hand over the bridge. Oh no, you're trapped! But if you pull the secret lever, open the staircase, and go down the ramp, all you need is a push in the right direction. Well, you know, after listening to those sounds, you probably <laughs> want to take a guess, and um, if you wanted to make a guess on what the sorbet of the week is, um, come on <laughs> over to Justin. Where would they go? <laughs> Uh, where would they go? They go to your uh, wonderful website. No, is, they, uh, they wouldn't. No. What is wrong with you? I'm reading about gelato at the moment. Gelato and sorbet. <laughs> Grief. We really got to tighten up our interview process. Uh, let's start again. What, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> where would they go to make a guess? Where would they go to make a guess? They would go to. Wouldn't they go to TV and film? Oh. Oh, they could go there if they wanted to, but. Yes. Well, there you go. To oh. our forum. Oh, that boring old place. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after we've done this for more than 133 episodes, <laughs> we might actually have it together. Just joshing. You go to AFB forum. I'm just joshing. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, it. That's where you go. <laughs> you go to AFB forum and you get what if you, you get a point? You get forum points. Yep. You do. And Scott, what can they do with those forum points? Uh, fuck all. <laughs> yep. I heard you can trade them in for sorbet. <laughs> Not gelato, totally different thing. Um, what they can do is they will find that over time, if they receive enough, it will boost their self-esteem and self-confidence. Oh, that's very positive. Mm-hmm. I wonder Ben's so confident. That's right. Well... I don't want to, um, you know, cast any aspersions, but um, I don't know where all his points come from. Mm. Serious. Yeah. Because, mm. you know, like, as administrators, we do have uh, access to the back end of points. What? I, well, didn't you know that? No. <laughs> I'll be back in a sec. <laughs> well... Justin's got 1,500 points now. How did that happen? Yeah. Yeah, no, anyway, I'm not casting any aspersions. I'm just saying that I often look at his 
uh, Mojo, and think, where did all that really come from, Ben? <laughs> hmm. 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 And well, I, I alluded alluded to it. If you'd like to play the picture version, come on over to TVandFilmToys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays, where we do that. We look at pictures, and then you guess there. But you could still guess in the forum and get points. So, yeah, you know. that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, yeah, right. Was. <laughs> and, and, and is this got to be the most mugulated name that ever? No, I don't think it is. Um, oh, really? <laughs> Justin, you, you've done such a fantastic job here. Um, I think you should come back and maybe discuss a toy of the week. Power Rangers Samurai! When evil gets mega bad, you need to get mega big. The new Claw Zord puts the pinch on evil, then morphs to Battle Zord, and combines with the Samurai Megazord to create the ultimate Claw Armor Megazord to clamp down on evil for good. Because when you combine your powers, evil doesn't stand a chance. Power Rangers Claw Zord and Samurai Megazord, each sold separately. We have two toys of the week in this episode, and Justin is first up. So over to you, Justin. Okay, I am going to review Masters of the Universe Classics Intergalactic Skeletor, also known as New Adventures of Skeletor. Now, New I was Adventures- so confused. Sorry, yeah. just like by that it's trying okay. to just find the right link and everything when you said New Adventures, I'm like, what does that mean? And what's this is intergalactic? And so yeah. I hope you're going to explain the origins of the name. I am. So basically after uh, He-Man and Princess of Power finished, they tried to cash in a bit further on on the license of He-Man and they came up with a new cartoon called The New Adventures of He-Man. And basically it was Skeletor and He-Man fighting in space. So it did have a line of figures when it was originally released, I think back in about 1987 or so. The cartoon and action figures were not a great success um before the internet was born i didn't even realize that this show existed and i never saw (laughs) figures back in the day so the figures were a different scale weren't they they were terrible they were (laughs) five inch five points of articulation oh dear truly terrible terrible figures so anyway (laughs) intergalactic or new adventures of he-man skeletor figure was August's uh, sub-figure on the Matty Collector site. Now, with Skeletor Intergalactic, it's going to be a male. I'm just going to call him Skeletor from now on. Okay. He is a six-inch action figure scale to fit in with the Masters of the Universe Classic line. The price on this bad boy was $27 US. I'm sure it's a bit cheaper in the sub, but once again, I have to explain. I'm in a sub with a few other people, so I'm not too sure on the exact. Uh, price breakdown. You're in a sub-syndicate. Sub-syndicate, yeah. yes. So there's six of us in it. So Six in the sub-syndicate. That's it. Mm. It usually shifts the on a Saturday. S- <laughs> Are you the sinister six? Mm-hmm. The uh, secret six? Uh, sinister's more The more sexy out. six. No, nah, definitely not. No, okay. <laughs> Please don't ever say that again. <laughs> 
<laughs> the packaging <laughs> is a Masters of the Universe classic packaging. It'll fit right in with the rest of the packaging, which basically hasn't changed since the concept arrived with the green grayscale brick packaging. There's a blurb on the back to tell you a bit about the background and the bio and also gives you a rundown of figures that have already been released. Now, the packaging's not really collector-friendly. If you open it, you cannot reseal it. Now, having said all that about the New Adventures line of figures, I didn't really have high hopes for this Skeletor figure when it was announced. Uh, It was basically a nothing figure to me. But once I got it and opened it, I can tell you it's probably one of the best figures in this line that's been made. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. It has a level of detail that previously has not been shown on these figures. It came with an extra head, um, which goes with Faker, which is the blue Mm He-Man. And this head is cut in half to show some sort of Terminator-style cyborg-y stuff under his face plate. And for my mind, that's what the sub was all about. You're paying an extra sort of premium for these figures and to get the extra head and the actual um, extra extra mile they've gone in the sculpting is what the sub should have been all about in the first place. Now, break down a bit for this figure. It has wires and cables sticking out of Skeletor's flesh all around. Um, it has one of those breastplates that they normally use for the armor, but this one... They must have got the production right on this one because it's quite tight to the skin. It doesn't look bulky at all. On the front is a skull emblem, which is basically has uh, wire and tech coming out of it as well. Um, now, where it loses a little bit is that where the wires and the cables are coming out of the skin, it is painted in a sort of metallic blue. Now, if they would just gone, in my opinion, if they gone like a, a gunmetal grey or a sort of uh, silvery for that tech that's sticking out of the skin, it would have really done justice to this figure. Hmm. Uh, What we also get with it from that is there are no paint slop or any sort of run on this figure. It's painted nicely. The only thing is from the proto with Skeletor's mouth, I've supplied a picture there. I'm not too sure if it's clear or not, but there's a black wash on the proto figures which shows up the teeth and the lines on the skull. And it didn't come across on this figure at all. I don't know if they're all like that, but this one definitely doesn't have the, the uh, black wash on the face. Um, now, the colour choices, it's quite close to what the original figure was in the cartoon styling of Skeletor. It has the uh, basic colours. He comes with a cape as well, attached by two little skull pins, for lack of a better word. Uh, Skeletor also comes with a helmet. Uh, my son and I today were having a massive battle with I brought all the old figures out. Old Castle Grayscale and Snake Mountain, and we've lost the helmet between us. Uh-oh. I can't find the helmet anywhere. <laughs> I'm sure it'll pop up somewhere, but at the moment, the helmet is gone. <laughs> um, and having said that, it was a great-looking helmet. It fits snugly on his head. Now, the rest of the sculpting as well, his backbone is sort of protruding from that armour piece, and there's no way they could have got around with it attaching to the base figure because it really wouldn't have looked good. And having said that, with the... Um, what would you call it? With the armor sort of that's on top, you lose the ab crunch. It's there, but it cannot move because of it. Also, with the boots on this one, we've lost the rocker ankles. So oh, boy. we go to it. Yeah, but still, it's not bad, you know. For the sculpting we get in the actual um, boots themselves, 
it doesn't really make that much of a difference. If you're going to stand and pose it in a sort of classroom style pose on the shelf, it's not going to make a huge difference in my mind. Um, sculpting right down to, you know, basically his arm, his, um, what do you call him? His woolen, <laughs> what should have been woolen, but his underpants. <laughs> they have uh, tech all the way through it, his belt. He has uh, bug-like things sticking out of his leg as well. He also comes with a staff, which is just cast in one colour, I believe, which looks a bit plain, um, but it has like a, a, a sickle sort of thing on the end and has uh, a skull on the top, which is really good. I think the four horsemen have outdone themselves on this uh, on this figure, to tell you the truth. Uh, now, playing with my son today is probably... He lost it. I'm going to blame him for the helmet <laughs> because he was fascinated by this uh, figure and he couldn't believe it was Skeletor because he gets into all the figures all the time and knows all about Skeletor. And he had to ask, you know, is he Skeletor? Why does he look so mean? <laughs> Skeletor looks sort of friendly. Um, now, if I come down basically to the ratings for this, it would probably only lose points because of, I think, if they painted all the text stuff that, protrudes from the skin and maybe gave a wash to the face it would have been right up there but i'll probably give the figure a solid eight it is a uh, a figure i wasn't expecting anything from and when it came i was pleasantly surprised well an eight is high praise from you yeah it's it's a really good figure it is a really really good figure if it wasn't from uh, masters of the universe and it was just a standalone figure it'd be quite interesting as a, as a standalone figure to, to look at it reminds me of a sort of like a marvel character you know, some sort of uh, minion or C-grade villain from, from Marvel's vast uh, characters. But, um, yeah, I really like it. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Very good. Thank you, Justin. Uh, we have another Toy of the Week a little bit later in the show. But first, we're going to come back and talk about the new items that we have added to our collections this week. Doc Terror and Hacker battle Centurions Max Ray and Ace McCloud. The Centurions call for more powerful weapons. Energize. Max gets Tidal Blast. Ace gets Orbital Interceptor. They strike back with added firepower. Max by sea. Ace by air. Centurions! Power Extreme! Man Machine! Figures as shown, other toys sold separately, new from Kenner. Well, we're all here because we uh, need to learn the difference between gelato and sorbet. Um, and also because we collect toys, um, some of us more than others. Um, so John, do you have something to confess to the listeners? Yes. I've been, been saving my pennies for uh coil con next weekend. So I probably won't be on the show, but I will be probably buying stuff at coil con in Indianapolis. Oh, very good. Well, then you should have some things yeah. to report in future um, shows. Yeah, uh, unlike today where you haven't done your homework and you have nothing to, to share. I, you know, I got to do these things a little at a time, you know, maybe I'll see something big that I want. Whoa. Okay. Well, I can't wait. Um, maybe not. Maybe not. Yes. <laughs> John, the big spender. Um, Justin, yes. you have, you've done your homework. I have. I purchased a uh, Marvel Legends Strife this week. I paid eBay prices for him. Oh. Um, but Having said that, comes with a Jubilee headpiece so I can customize her into an 80s Jubilee mm-hmm. instead of this new vampirish uh, Jubilee that's going around. Mm-hmm. Finally got my hands on Star Wars Black Series Bespin Luke and a Stormtrooper. 
Very good. I spoke about uh, Intergalactic Skeletor, mm-hmm. and with him for, for last uh, month's sub-release was Madame Raz. Mm. And, <laughs> and I finally have a broom figurine. Uh, My life is yeah. fulfilled. And Flutterina. Wow. Mm. You must be so happy. Yeah, I am. Flutterina. <laughs> What's that when it's... Um... It is a princess of power okay. uh, a woman who has uh, woman. large butterfly wings. I thought you had all the uh, Princess of Powers next to your Glamour Gal, Scott. Yeah, my zero Glamour Gals next to my zero Princess of Power. Oh, you lie. We all know you got a big collection. There's a secret door in your collection room when you go in, and it's all Monster High and Barbie and Glamour Gals. We know. Okay. I'm glad someone knows. I don't. Well, I was in two minds about selling this whole uh, Princess of Power stuff that came with the sub. And I had them all off the shelf and was looking at them. But the thing is, they're really well-made uh, figures, and I don't know if I'm ready to let them go at the moment. I can't say that I'll they'll make the call eventually, but um, at the moment, they they passed. They're, they're staying. <laughs> they have a section on the shelf. Do, do you have the, the horse, too? Yes. You... Swift Wind. Cool. Swift Wind is uh, not a horse. It's a unicorn. <laughs> 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 With wings. Glad, glad you know it's a, that. It's yeah. a pegacorn. <laughs> a pegacorn. Oh, dear. Well, hey, I got some things, too. I was going to say her mount, but that just Oh, sounded God. Cool. Okay. Um, I got a grail this week. Um, I have been hanging out for a very long time for uh, a semi-reasonable price on the Bowen Designs Guardians of the Galaxy busts five-pack. This is the original Guardians, not those newfangled kids. And uh, I, I, I kicking, I've been kicking myself for years because I, I'm, I'm going to Singapore next week. And the last time I was in Singapore, I actually saw these um, at a, a a shop for what at the time didn't feel like a reasonable price, um, which I could have bought and had them sent back um, free of charge. Like, I would not buy them free of charge, but I could have had them sent back to Australia um, without having to pay, um, you know, shipping. And, uh, of course, now, you know, sometimes at the time you think, oh, I'm not going to pay that for it. And then when you finally do, you know, crack and buy it on eBay years later, you're like, I could have got it for this. <laughs> um, so, but I just, you know, kind of had a save search happening in eBay for a long time. Passed up. It normally goes for crazy prices. Um, but I... Uh, found one, and I have to thank our, our good friend Mike from Mike's Comics and stuff because the seller was in the U.S. and it was uh, U.S. shipping only. Um, so I contacted the seller and said, "Look, I'm in Australia, but I've got a U.S. shipping address. You know, is it okay? You know, if I bid?" And he said yes, and uh, so Mike forwarded it on to me. Um, thank you, Mike. You're awesome. Yeah, good on you, Mike. Yeah, he's so good. And, uh, I, they're awesome. I'm just so happy. So this is the, you know, the original guys, Vance Astro, Charlie 27, Starhawk, Yondu with the proper red fin, um, and Martin X. And they are just so cool. I cannot tell you how happy I am to have them. I'm making a Charlie 27 custom at the moment. Oh, awesome. Mm. Awesome. But that was a box set. 
was it? Yes. Originally released as a box. Yeah, it was there. Yeah, there's a a single Vance Astro that's got the shield. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then these five are a, a box set. Okay. So they had a, they did a few of those. Like they did the um, Wrecking Crew as a box set. Mm-hmm. Um, Warriors three, and uh, they, they've actually. I think if the Bowen license gets renewed, they're going to do the Mod- Modern Guardians as a box set of bus as well. Yeah. Um, anyway, very happy to have those. And then I also um, just today got the DC Collectibles Arsenal and Red Hood to go with my Starfire. And I haven't opened those yet, but they both look very good. Oh, I was going to ask you a question about uh, Red Hood. Yes. Are these seven-inch figures or six-inch figures? They're six-inch. Okay. So he would fit into DC, UC, okay? He would, but he's a new 52. Yeah, that's okay. And But... But I have to say, and I, I'll save my, you know, um, full judgment until I've opened him. Yeah. The, the 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 hood on this has got lips. Ah. I need to do my new fifty two red hood research yes. to see if the hood um has lips. But that's weird. Mm, that is weird. <clears throat> yeah, they're very nicely done figures, though. Last thing you want to do is kiss a red hood. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> mm. Justin is is the dirtiest minded podcast what? host. You are. He's a villain. Filthy, filthy. He's a villain. I think there's lips. <laughs> from from what I can see, I think there's lips on the new one. Okay, so it is accurate. Well, that's still so. weird. Anyway, um, and then I also got the uh, Avengers Infinite. This is you know what used to be Marvel Universe Wonder Man, which I'm really happy about because that. Wave-wise came out with the single-release Guardians of the Galaxy um, that Star-Lord, Groot, Rocket, Raccoon, which came out in the three-pack. I didn't want to have to buy them again just to get the Wonder Man, Um, but I found him today when I traveled into the city to run some errands and was most pleased. So, hooray. Um, I hope they do a – but this is the Ion, you know, purple Wonder Man. I hope they do a painted – Non-ion one as well. But perhaps I'm just dreaming too too far. Perhaps. Yep. Speaking of dreaming, there's a lot of companies out there that I'm sure are dreaming about someday being uh, awarded a Action Figure Blues podcast red card. I'm sure that they hang them on their office walls with pride. And uh, we're going to make someone else's dreams come true in just a moment. What is this bizarro world? Well, Red Carded is a chance to poke fun at the industry and its foibles and failures. And John, you have something that's probably more on the the funny side than the failure side this week, but I'll I'll leave it to you to judge. Yeah, um over on Twitter, Orion Neos um, posted a picture, and it's a Guardians of the Galaxy item. Mm-hmm. And it is, of course, and this makes perfect sense with the movie, a racetrack. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's one of those things. It's uh, probably for smaller children where you get little cars and they climb the little hill and then gravity pulls them down a winding track. And there's... Uh, three different tracks and three different cars because, you know, Drax, Star-Lord, and Rocket all need their own cars um, because they, you know, traveled around the galaxy in cars. Um, 
this is obviously an item that has been uh, taken from somewhere else and then um, rebranded as Guardians of the Galaxy to cash in on the movie. Yeah. So, uh, I, you know, I, I, we see these things all the time, but just to see Guardians of the Galaxy on it with little cars, little wheels painted on the side, they didn't even try and make them look <laughs> like spaceships. And, and the thing that kills me is the cars actually um, have the hubcaps painted on the side of them and the wheels are underneath them. So oh, what? Yeah, it's just like a shell of a car mainly. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't even try and make them look like spaceships, <laughs> which would have been cool. I think it's particularly amusing when, you know, there hasn't been a, a huge uh, deluge of merchandise for this film um, that this got made. Yeah. I, 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 well, it almost has to be official because it's actually got the whole Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy. I guess it wouldn't have to be official. It wouldn't but, have to be. Um, it certainly looks official, like they licensed it, mm. which, which actually brings me to my next uh, part of this red card. And that, and that goes to the marketing folks for, for Marvel. Um, they did something clever, but I think it's red cardable because if you've noticed all of the licensed merchandise, you see Drax, you see Gamora. But when you see Star-Lord, it's almost always the masked version of, of Star-Lord. Yeah. And he wears the mask so little in the movie that if I was Chris Pratt, I'd be going, wait a minute, you're not putting my face on any of this stuff. Um, Yeah, it is a bit weird, isn't it? Well, and I'm sure they did that because, you know, it's a lot easier. You don't have to pay likeness rights. Yeah. Maybe. We're just saying off air that I had one of these when I was a kid, uh, but it was penguins. I'm sure that the main main bit was was an ice like a massive uh, iceberg and the tracks coming down <laughs> or the penguins used to frolic. I think it was three penguins as well. My little mind was thinking it was some sort of race or something. <laughs> was... That makes about as much sense as um, Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I'm saying, like, if I saw this for 10 bucks, that's what the price, the sticker is, I'd, I'd seriously consider it. <laughs> He'd have it on his desk at work and never get anything Whee! accomplished. Yet. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The I'm red gonna... one's winning, damn it. Yes. Actually, <laughs> it was only only Friday, only yesterday I finally saw my, the first um Guardians of the Galaxy stuff in the wild here in Australia. At Meyer they had a end cap um with a few things and the the figures which are the little minifigures which are so strange. Mm, Toys R Us have had them for ages here but you're right there's not a massive deluge. I think I've seen a um a rocket mask and a few other things and those minifigures as well. Yeah. I've, this is the first time, I mean, I've been looking and it's the first time I've seen anything. Um, I've seen them in comic shops. I've seen the, you know, the Marvel Legends stuff and stuff in comic shops, but actually at retail, it's the first time I've seen anything Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I suspect that when the next movie comes, now that the first one's done so well, that we'll be bombarded when the next one comes out. Maybe. I'm sort of hoping they don't make another one. The the first one was too perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. But I don't love this, and it is definitely Red Cartable. Oh, and I don't like the fact that we never see Chris Pratt's face on anything. Yeah, I bet he doesn't either. No. He probably wants, where's my likeness money? (laughs) (laughs) He's probably just so happy that he was in a Marvel movie and it did well. He probably doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. I bet he said it was awesome. 
<laughs> so who are we red carding here? Um, it's not even a company. It was just Marvel marketing itself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for their for their licensing practices. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Well, that is a well-deserved red card, and we're going to come back in a moment with a well-deserved Toy of the Week. Let's see how He-Man likes your... Oh! Spike! <laughs> Skeletor, Spike, or, and He-Man figures each sold separately. Spike! No one can stop the spike-studded armor of the mighty Spike, or... He-Man. Not even me, you muscle-bound porcupine! Not even you, He-Man! Spike, or, is new from the Masters of the Universe collection. Other action figures each sold separately. From Mattel. And now it's over to Scott for his Toy of the Week review. Thank you, Justin. So here on the show, we are very big fans of the DC Collectibles bombshells statue line. We interviewed sculptor Tim Miller about these when they were first coming out. And uh, I have been um, purchasing them with glee and have reviewed a couple of them. And the latest in the series, Stargirl, just came out this week. And so I have got my DC Collectibles Bombshells Stargirl statue in hand, and I'm going to review her tonight. So if you're not familiar with this line, first of all, where have you been? Um, these are uh, a line of statues based on the uh, DC Comics female characters, um, based on artwork by Aunt Lucia in a 40s and 50s pinup style. And uh, Tim Miller has sculpted most of these in the line, and he is the sculptor for Stargirl. And um, we've seen a number of characters so far. Stargirl is certainly the most left field of the um, characters to this point. And I do think it's interesting that this is the first time that we're seeing Stargirl uh, in a statue from DC Collectibles. Um, and it's in this kind of genre-specific thing rather than comic-specific. Um, but I don't know how big a deal that is with this one, because uh, this, style-wise, to me, is probably the least bombshellish so far um and the most uh it's not quite comic accurate but um very easily recognizable as a struggle and that's got some pros and cons i think um but just to to kick on with the review um packaging wise this is the standard dc collectibles uh bombshells packaging um with the uh aunt lucia artwork on one side and photos on the other uh it is very collector friendly um this is a bit smaller than some of the previous bombshells boxes and one reason for that is that they have gone with the pocket on uh cut into one of the sides of the styrofoam uh, box for the base um so that makes it a bit smaller which is obviously shipping friendly and storage friendly so very pleased about that um there's only two pieces to this one just the base and star girl herself it comes with the the nameplate which you know normally i don't like uh statues that have got the characters named there because thank you we know who they are but in this line i don't mind it because it is uh it, it is a very specific style and it's showing us the artwork as well. So we, we allow it. Um, and the bases are also consistent. They're all the kind of same, uh, metal grid looking base. So they give the lines some continuity, um, between them. So this is quite a cute pose. This is Stargirl sitting on her cosmic staff. Um, and, uh, 
being kind of propelled in the air, um, totally aerodynamically impossible, although she can fly, right? So there you go. Um, the sculpt-wise, this is a really beautiful sculpt. Tim Miller has done a great job of turning Aunt Lucia's uh, work into a sculpt. Um, beautiful detail. One of the things that I really appreciate about this is that, you know, there are a lot of lines in her costume. Um, you know, there's a star on her chest, her belt, um, and all of it is sculpted. There's nothing that's just painted on. All the little details are sculpted first, which is just beautiful and um, shows the incredible detail and also how gifted Tim Miller is. The only thing that's just painted on is the tattoo on her um, left arm, uh, which I'll talk about in a moment. Um, so, you know, sculpt, uh, absolutely brilliant job. Um I have a little bit of trouble with this style-wise, just in terms of how it, what it's meant to be referencing um, for the the line. I think if you look at a lot of the other um, installments in the line so far, they've got a fairly clear sort of reference point to something in that era that they're meant to be harking back to. I mean, Wonder Woman was Rosie the Riveter, and um, you know the. Uh, Poison Ivy in a very pin-up style, you know, ha- hairstyle and, and pose. Um, Black Canaries, you know, got the whole kind of, um, singing thing happening. And, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm missing what. I, I think she's just a glam beach gal, you know, cause that's kind of a, a 40s style bathing suit. Okay. And, yeah. Fair enough. You know, she, okay. she's definitely got the 40s hair. And she the, does. Yeah. You know, the very know. Maybe steampunk the goggles. goggles. Yeah. I, I, I dig it. I think it very, I think it represents style pretty well. I, I think it's absolutely beautiful. I just, it, I think that it's a bit um, different from some of the others in the line in terms of, you know, how if you looked at a lot of the others, even if you didn't know what the, uh, the theme was supposed to be, I think that you would really get that kind of 40s, 50s feel from them. Whereas, I don't know, I feel this is a little bit more of a stretch, but um, that's just my my take. I, I, I think she almost says, like, 4th of July picnic on the beach, you know, yeah. 40s bathing suit. Yeah, okay. Um, the, the There's a lot of uh, her comic costume there, which is it's interesting because that has been some people's criticism of some of the other pieces in the line so black canary as an example you know where people some people really criticized um her outfit there you know kind of saying i wouldn't even know this was a black canary if it didn't know it was supposed to be um so certainly you're not gonna have that issue with star girl it's very obviously star girl um she does have uh goggles um and Production-wise, that's where this starts to come a little bit unstuck for me, almost literally, because the goggles on my Star Girl, um, like this is, it's not one piece. It's obviously two pieces in terms of the visor and the way that they're glued on, and the goggles on my Star Girl um, haven't been glued on perfectly, and so it ends up looking a little bit kind of Google-eyed um, because her right goggle has been glued on at a bit of an angle so when i first kind of took it out of the box i was like whoa is this broken and they're like no it's not nothing's loose it's all there but it is uh 
hasn't been put on beautifully. Um, so a bit of a shame. Um, and I, and I've gone back and kind of looked at photos and gone, is this, am I, am I, you know, just being too critical here, but no, definitely, um, the, the right goggle has been glued on at an angle. Um, you know, the left one's on properly, right one, not so great. Yeah. Um, you can see from those photos you supplied. Yeah. 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 So it's actually, like I, I maybe maybe I've just gotten used to it, but she she is at an angle and it isn't quite so noticeable. Certainly on the shelf, it's fine. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be trying to send this back or anything because it's not broken or, um. But it is, it definitely is going to affect the rating, um, and uh, yeah. It, I mean, they're they're done with a a transparent uh, red lens in the goggle and you can see her eyes um through there and the eyes are painted really nicely um but it's just a shame that something has gone a little bit wrong in the putting together here i'll be really i haven't seen any others of these out in the wild yet and i'll be really interested to see whether or not this is an issue um across the production pieces or if i've just got a dud um that's not terrible and uh you know i i did a little kind of uh, test from my family saying, does anything look weird about this to you? And they're like, no, it looks fine to me. So, okay, maybe it's just me being picky. Um, the the other, only other issue with this is uh, the paint is really beautiful. It's really nicely done. There's just one issue where on her uh, right leg that is folded up onto the cosmic staff, the line between her... Uh, where her leg is folded and her boot, they've painted a little bit over onto the boot with the flesh color um, there. So again, this is that's being picky, but that's what we do. And uh, you know, it's probably could have been uh, done a little bit more tidily. Um, but I love, like I said, I love the detail on this. You know, the detail on her boots, all the stars on her boots, buckles, everything are all sculpted before they're painted. The seams and the outfit, you know, really beautifully done and. Um, and and for a Tim Miller um, sculpt, she's quite um, svelte, um, you know. So she doesn't have the kind of you know big boobs and thin waist, big butt that some of his stuff tends to have, and that he he has talked to us about really liking. Um, and I think that that's really appropriate for Stargirl. She's not meant to be, you know, a a, a She's meant to be a, a girl, you know, a teenage girl. And I think that the body type there really works. Um, so, yeah, I, I really love this piece. I think it's, you know, great in the line. Uh, they look, looks great with the other pieces. Um, but I'm going to, for me, I'm going to take a point away from this just um, uh, style for the, the style-wise, just in terms of how I feel that it resonates with the rest of the line. And I realize that's personal, but it's my rating. And then I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna have to drop some a couple of points off for the goggle issue because that's it's pretty bad. Um, so uh, while I love the piece for reviewing this, I'm gonna have to go with a seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, she's got those cool stripey socks. I like those. Oh look, I mean I love it. I love Star Girl. I'm really glad that they included her in this line. I'd love to see a, a real comic accurate Star Girl in Cover Girls. You know, etc. Um, you know, I'd be I'd be giving this a nine if it wasn't for the goggles. Um, but it is it's it's quite um, you know when you're paying this amount for something, uh, you know, to me it's a it's a pretty big quality control issue. I wonder if are they upside down? Maybe 
No, there like is no the left one. The left one's on the right, and the right one's on the left. No, because they're not um, like the the uh, strap is you know not it's the strap is just sculpted on and painted. So mm-hmm. I think they are the right. Um, actually, maybe it's another right one. Maybe it's another left one that's been stuck on the. Hold on, I'm getting my. Um, yeah, it's the right eye that's wonky, and maybe it's another left one that's been glued on. Something's wrong, um, but I'll be really interested to see whether or not they've all ended up this way. Mm-hmm. When or because, I, like I said, I mean, I was out today and I didn't see any out. Otherwise, I would have had a look. Um, you know, and uh, if I if I find that, that I just happen to have a really bad one, then I might you know consider selling this and um just because you know my ocd is triggered by these things um but i think i'll probably just live with it because she's cute and she goes with the line and but yeah something's gone wrong maybe that maybe they you know gertie has finally failed at painting and so now they've put her on the assembly line maybe 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 yeah it's a bit like me when I was, you know, 15 and working at McDonald's and the day that the manager lost his temper with me and grabbed my arm and dragged me from the kitchen to the front and said, well, you can't work in the kitchen, so we'll have to try you here. Oh, I'm sure that went much better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was really good for my self-esteem. Yeah, then a couple of nights later, while taking the garbage out, I nearly got stabbed and my mother made me quit. So <laughs> that was the end of my McDonald's career. Anyway, I don't know how that got into my toy of the week. <laughs> But I think we should probably stop now um, before this gets welcome, too too personal. Welcome to Dark Confessions with Scott. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my time of the week in Dark Confession. And uh, we just have our feedback to go before we wrap this show up for good. Dressed this way, she's a Navy wave. But beneath that uniform, she is the Wonder Woman doll. And now you can create your own Wonder Woman adventures with these other dolls. Major Steve Trevor, Nubia, Wonder Woman, Superfoe. Gotcha, Major. Wonder Woman, hurry! I'll save you, Major, as soon as I tie up a few loose Wonder Woman, Major Steve Trevor, and Nubia Doll sold some. Well, we love it when we hear from you, especially when you're saying nice things about me and or mean things about John. And if you would like to do any of that, you can do it by emailing podcast at actionvicarblues.com. You can come to the AFB forum and post it. You can tweet us at AF Blues. You can write it on our Facebook page, or you can put it in a box and send it to John's house. The address is not joking. Um, email me for the address and I'll give it to you. <laughs> and um, Justin, you have got our first piece of feedback tonight, so over to you. I do, and it comes from Royalty. We have from the Ginger Prince. He gave us a follow Friday at AFB Blues, that's the home of Punchy Hands and an appropriate toy chatter. I gave that one to you, seeing as you're the one that originated Punchy Hands. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I, I did know they were fists, but I just thought I'd jazz things up, you know. I bet you had no idea it was going to become a thing. No, is it a thing? It's punchy yeah. hands. Well, someone just tweeted oh. it. Hello. Well, there you go. It's a huge thing. It's a thing. Like I said, off when the mics weren't hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit of a uh, dinosaur and don't have Twitter or, or Facebook. Yeah, punchy hands is a thing. Cool. Yeah. And, see, and I just gave you the opportunity to pretend like you knew what was going on with social media. Yeah, no, no. And good it, on me. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. John. Now, is it? 
inappropriate toy chatter or is it inappropriate toy chatter? Yeah, that's right. Is it, is it chatting about inappropriate toys mm. or is it chatting about toys inappropriately? Mm. I think we need some clarification, Your Majesty. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah and um, he, he should do that. But moving <laughs> moving on a little bit, um, Derek, uh, i trying to remember what it is. It's Derek WC. Um, gave us a little blurb in the forum, and he said, haven't finished listening yet, but Eagle Force was awesome. And yes, I agree, because, you know, this can fill the G.I. Joe void that we have. And I will be trying to get some information out of Mr. Aranya next week at CoilCon, if I can, to find out what part Boss Fight's playing in that. So we'll see if I can do it or not. Very good. Maybe, cool. maybe, yeah. maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Very maybe good. I'll even record it. <laughs> <laughs> will we know? <laughs> I'm back to Twitter, and this is really more just an example of the nice things that people um, do for us poor folk that live um, in places that don't have exclusives. And this is from our good friend, Grey Matter Splat. And he says, listening to the new app, I've got a Disney store here in Indy. I could probably make a couple of sideshow... Oh, I don't think you mean sideshow. A couple of... um, Diamond, your diamond selects body and electros happen. So, um, hey, dude, we're so appreciative that we're not even going to point out that your tweet is wrong. Oops. You just did. So sorry. (laughs) Way to go. Yeah. Way to go. Sorry. Sorry, Grey Matters, but that you're wrong. He will roll with it. He'll roll with it? Yeah. Yeah. You just just don't ask him for directions. Oh, okay. If you're walking. (laughs) Trust me on that one. I don't ask anyone for directions because I... No, 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 no. It's not that. It is that I can't make uh, pictures in my head from verbal instructions very well. So, like, you know, if someone's saying to you, okay, just go here, here, da-da-da, you're envisioning it in your head, that just doesn't work for me. So when people insist on giving me directions, I've learned there's no point arguing with them. I just go... Uh-huh, 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 thank you. And then I look on the map. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I can't do it. My father gives me detailed directions, like, and then you'll see a big tree. And then <laughs> take the third left after that. And I'm like, Dad, I have GPS. I don't need to know any of these directions anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, because, you know, Google Maps is just the most awesome thing ever. Yeah. Thank you, Google. And uh, even for walking directions and that sort of thing. But I'm one of those, like, turn the map to face the way I'm going kind of people. Oh, man. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> you know, our um, our GPS and one of our cars does that automatically, and I hate it. Oh, really? That I would be so awesome for me. I hate it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that'll be sudden, yeah. Sorry, John. All of a sudden, like, north, you know, pointed down. Mm. and yeah. Awesome. That's yeah. the way it should be. Yeah. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it's going to become an art form reading maps. I, I oh, for sure. It's going to be a lost skill. Um, I've had trainees in the car that um, you get in and say, right, you're the navigator for today. And they look at a map and they just cannot do it. They do that. They turn the, turn the map upside down and then they go, look, I see them look at their hands going, is that left, right, left, right? <laughs> Where to turn next? It's very frustrating. Why can't they just use Google Maps? Because I won't let them. Because they have to learn how to use a map. 
Good what? Do, you, do you make them use the abacus when they have to count as well? <laughs> a map map reading shouldn't be that hard, seriously. Map reading should only be required if there's not a better way to do it. No. You have to earn the right to use a GPS. Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. Please. Please. All right. Anyway, I'm going to spend time off air telling Justin how wrong he is, but we can finish <laughs> the podcast first. Um, uh, anything nice to say? No, I'll sign up for Twitter and see what this thing's about. <laughs> it's still going, all right? Yeah, I believe so, unless you've killed it yeah. <laughs> with your misinformation that you put out there. Maybe it's fallen over while we were talking, but otherwise I think it's probably pretty safe. Cool. <laughs> you, should, you should give it a go. I will. Just um, a little uh, pro tip. Mm. You know, if you have any um, home photos or videos, don't, don't post them to Twitter. That definitely doesn't end well. No, no, no. Okay. Good, good. If you want to do that, I have Scott's Twitter information, so I will put it in his feed for you. Oh, awesome. I, he wouldn't need to do that because I, he sends them all to me for approval anyway. Yeah. I don't do any of this. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what she said. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, I, there's no way to redeem this now. Bye. No, yeah. it's fallen. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Good night. This, we shouldn't be. I remember now the last time that three of us did a show together. At the end of it, I said we really shouldn't be allowed to do a show together, and yes, now and now I'm saying the same thing again. This is the A team. I love it. <laughs> Note to self. <clears throat> okay. Good night, everybody. Good day, Excelsior. Canada. Good day, Canada. <laughs> what the hell is that supposed to mean? Good day, eh? Bye-bye. Au revoir. Au revoir. The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. Yeah, she's got. Um, John, are you there? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for letting us know, bro. We're sitting here. Like, maybe John will get in. <laughs> you, had, you hadn't stopped talking, so. Do you, like, sneak up on people in public and, and just kind of wait until they recognize you? Is that. I can. Or until they realize you're there? I can see that being something that you would do. Yeah, actually, I do that too. <laughs> How are you, John? I'm okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Mrs. Nerd, for letting yes. you... Um, who just put penis day in the script? 
Must have been you. Uh, I'm sure it was John. Not me. For the week of penis day. Oh, that would explain a lot if it's penis day today. No, well, it's not. It's for the week of penis day. <laughs> what, would, what would that explain for you, Justin? Uh, don't worry. Come on, every day is penis day. <laughs> <laughs> what day come, let, let's be serious. Between friends, mm. <laughs> every day is penis day. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie distracted. Here we go. In, sorry, oh, just, um, cause my, the, uh, this room, uh, shares a wall with our ensuite. And, um, I think, like, someone's feeling the spa bath at the moment. So, I'm sure you can't, you probably can't hear it, can you? No. No. Oh, good. Okay. I figured you were looking at a penis enlargement ad, but. <laughs> with with water running sounds. <laughs> okay, I'm not familiar enough with that genre to know that that's what they would sound like. Uh, was it a prostate or like help bad or something? <laughs> and and that's and that's pretty much how I told her. You know, I said. I, I don't care if you hit my car or not. Um, you're going to pay for it. Well, what was the elephant doing there? <laughs> is there an actual story or was that just a setup? That was just a setup. Well, very, very, very nicely done, boys. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. We're looking at 12-inch speeder bikes. Yeah, Sam, sounds. Oh, this is named that. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll play one right here. Lemon sorbet. <laughs> Pistachio. Uh, creme brulee. And one more time. Coconut banana. Yuck. What? I don't like that. watermelon sorbet. That's nice. Mm, that's Sorbet. not a moron. A gelato. Aren't they the same thing? No. What? <sighs> What's the difference? What's the difference between gelato and sorbet? Yeah. Uh, sorbet is ice based. And so is, so is, uh, what's, what's gelato? Gelato is, um, got cream based. Yeah. Milk in it. Uh, well, there you go. It's very rich. It's almost as far as you can get from sorbet. I have to edit all this out, by the way. <laughs> no, you don't. This is named that. Oh, true. John has... Oh, let's keep talking. So, sorbet <laughs> is water, sugar, and fruit, while gelato is milk or cream and sugar and whatever the ingredients are. So, gelato is creamy, sorbet is icy. Well, there you go. Well, what's semi Ah. <sighs> I know what Sammy Frodo is. That's with less, uh, uh less something. <laughs> <laughs> less one of the main ingredients, which is either milk, ice, or sugar. <laughs> I think you nailed uh, Milk, cream, or sugar. Yeah, you nailed it for sure. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know, after listening to those sounds, you probably <laughs> want to take a guess and, um. If- <laughs> 
。<笑>